Thank you so much for being here today. Today, we are speaking with Simon Frubis, who is an interaction designer specialized in XR. For the ones who don't know what XR means, it means extended reality. And because if he's notable working research with XR user interfaces with haptics, he's now part of Port 6, where he works in AR solutions for micro gestures through risk-based devices and machine learning. His background is super interesting. He, in fact, has a master's degree uh, as an interaction designer. And uh, today we're going to be learning about his journey, his motivations, and all the challenges that he has been facing, his ups and downs. And uh, that is going to be super, super great for us that we are in the field inspired by Simon. Thank you so much, Simon, for being here today. Please let us know how did you get started in this amazing field? Thanks, uh, first of all, for this introduction. Um, yeah, how is it to study in this field? Um, yeah, it's, I think, very inno innovative and, and uh, future thinking-like. Um, I, I like to study in this field because I love to conquer unsolved problems and I love to, don't know, explore this new fields where we don't have best practices, where we don't have, uh, explored field, uh, explored ways to, to handle them. And yeah, there's, I think nothing more exciting than being part of that. And that's why I think I decided to study interaction design um yeah and uh, before my master's i studied digital media media management communication and that's also my my background from before um i was in the field of digital marketing did like uh, ui ux design um created websites um did a bit of coding but it was more like focused on design and the user experience in itself. And yeah, and that was the reason why I also wanted to study uh, interaction design because I love to make the user experience of, of users in front of technology as crisp and, and useful as possible. And um, yeah, and I think I stumbled over XR in 2017 when I had, it was before my bachelor's uh, degree, when I tried out first first apps with mobile, like Metayo and Junayo. Um, I played around with first mobile lenses and um, thought there's so much potential behind that. But I, uh, yeah, tried it out and it was super inspiring. And I felt like this technology needs to be explored more. Um, and I made it to a topic for my bachelor thesis. Um, it was about, uh, a mixed reality car configurator for urban car dealer stores. And, um, yeah, but I, I knew that at that time I'm not, or that the technology is not ready yet and neither am I. Um, so I, I created just a concept and the, business part behind it and the storyboards but uh, I, I didn't I wasn't ready for prototyping and with my master thesis uh, or yeah actually with my mother master thesis I started to dive deeper into this development um, 
I don't know. Should I continue talking or do you have questions? Uh... Yeah, no, it's, it's so fascinating. The journey is always uh, the most exciting part, like how one thing took you to the other one and how you were able, you know, to navigate through them, challenges and all. So from there, what was the very first thing that you actually started to prototype uh, and why mm. did you choose that? Uh, good question. Um I think ah I, I I remember it was I I was very inspired by the spoiler menu the hand, the hand menu from from Leap Motion the the first uh, prototype from this project North Star North Star thing um where a slider was uh yeah was popped out out of the hand uh, and I felt like I want, I want to recreate this and I want to see if I'm able to do that. And if I'm able to handle all this environment and unity and this framework that I found, MRTK, it's called the mixed reality toolkit from Microsoft. And, um, yeah, I, I jumped through examples and tried to find something that is, um, most, most similar to my idea. And I tried to adapt it in a way that it creates this animation that I want to have. And it worked at the end. And I was very, very surprised that me as designer who actually has no real coding background is able to create something interactive like that. And at that point, I realized, okay, when you want something badly enough, you can do it and the tools out there are ready and there's Oculus Quest 2 to, for, for prototyping and there are a bunch of tutorials on YouTube and, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's possible and it's, uh, even for designers <laughs> like me. Yeah, that sounds super exciting. That part that you mentioned there, particularly, you don't need, you know, like the full background in coding at this point to be able to make something work. Uh, can you expand a little bit on what type of tools are available now for that that can actually assist designers or people yeah. who is new in the field for that purpose? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, this this whole uh, design perspective on XR was, or the, the tool landscape was very small before one or, one or two years. I don't know when I started. Um, I, I, I struggled a lot to find the right tools and actually to find tools at all that, that served my needs. Um, but I stumbled first over Tvori. Um, it's kind of a 3D storyboarding tool for, for CGI movies or actually for movies at, uh, of all type um, and their goal was to recreate something like After Effects or the, the timeline from After Effects with keyframes um, for VR and I used that to prototype hand user interfaces so just uh, I, I animated hand, my hand, I animated the UI and so I actually used it for another purpose for UI design or UX design in XR and not for uh, storyboarding uh, for, for movies. And 
yeah, there were there were also other tools like maquettes or um, what else? Uh, tilt brush and uh, what else? Yeah, I, I I actually I have a list on my um, in my Notion. I I always share this kind of design resources everywhere. Um, there's a list of all the tools I I went through in my research, and um, I categorized them. Maybe I can open them quite quickly. And yeah, one moment, just a second. When I when I used Story in that time, the creators of that. Um, they created at the same time another tool called Shapes XR. Uh, it was the first name of it was Troy Tvori for Quest, I think. But yeah, um, I, I was one of the first beta testers, and I worked closely with them to tell them my needs and what 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 would be good to have as interaction designer for XR, and that was a very nice time because I could shape a bit with them together the 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 tool and um uh yeah and That's from now exciting for sure so so does tivori still is available for anyone who wants to try i know shapes xr is but how about tivori at vori is free to use now but they don't continue it so probably it i don't know if it's still compatible with quest 2 but it can be but you the thing is you need a pc so it's not um ready for standalone usage um so quest 2 with a link cable and a pc that will work um yeah but actually for 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 the purpose of prototyping for xr um, Shapes XR is, is just perfect because you can use it also in, in a collaborative way. You can invite your friends and the class, even 30 people can, can join there. And, uh, you can create and create a, also kind of a stop motion storyboard. It's not fully animated, but it's good enough to explain your idea. And, um, yeah, they're expanding the functionalities, uh, week per week. And it's very, very nice to see that tools like this uh, come on the market. I just opened, opened my list of design tools. So there was also like Quill. Quill is also a brush tool, like Tilt Brush. Now there's Open Brush. It's the most uh, um, advanced uh, painting, VR painting tool at the moment. Shout out to Mike. Uh, he was a co-worker with me and he's the creator of that. Um, then there's Masterpiece Studio, and that's, I think, the high-end storyboard animation 3D thing for, for VR. I never used it because it was uh, quite expensive, but now they have also a free option to test it. That's pretty nice. And Arcu is for architectures or clients of them to show your, your city plan and import your building and fly through it. It's very, very nice tool. Arcu is just a crisp tool for for VR and it shows the potential of VR and AR in a very nice way. Love it. <laughs> There's also Gravity Sketch. Um this is more like more for um 3D 
sculpting or some jobs like like car design or um yeah you can create your 3d shape uh your custom uh, 3d shape and if you don't want to uh to do these detail work then shapes xr is the go-to platform there you have ready-made um assets and you can import your obj's and also export your stuff to unity so this is like one of the easiest tool i would say as designer to jump on the train and to try out or to create your ideas and um yeah that's a, that's also the tool where i would start if you have no plan of anything and um, yeah and then i would go to unity 3d um to create the interactive parts so i i have i use for low fidelity and mid fidelity and high fidelity i use figma figjam for idea creation and shapes xr for mid fidelity prototyping and doing the storyboard part and for high fidelity interactive prototyping i use unity 3d yeah and with mtk so i don't create everything from scratch um i use mtk it's kind of a framework from microsoft that um gives me possibilities to yeah create uh uis made for hand interactions and it's uh, ready for hololens for quest 2 and with open xr it will be open for any any other platform and um and there is a new kind of framework from oculus or from from meta called interaction sdk and uh, there i'm also very excited to try it um i didn't try it yet but the videos are very promising and um yeah and if you need tutorials i can highly recommend dilma dilma is the xr guru um or the xr tutorial guru out there and he's creating wonderful um tutorials for unity with all these frameworks and um also different kind of of headsets and that makes the onboarding much easier because nobody wants to read through docs in the first time or at the first time you need some uh some endorphin kicks at the beginning or dopamine i don't know <laughs> dopamine kicks in the beginning to keep the motivation high and um yeah yeah sounds great thank you so much for sharing all of that my other question would be what type of books have inspired your career what type of books do you love that you say oh that that is like a must have for people who wants to jump into xr yeah um i i liked a lot the book the design of everyday things from don norman it's actually a pretty old book and it's not related to vr or xr in total but xr has other the rules the design rules of xr are very similar to all the things that he's talking about the design of products the design of physical products in front of you and it doesn't matter if they are real or if they are virtual so you can apply these these design principles from him one by one to vr and that uh, makes it so so wonderful i i love the principles of creating affordances 
creating signifiers to to guide users um also what else was important in this book uh yeah i can't remember at the moment but this is a very very nice book i can recommend to every interaction designer also for other kind of design like 3d design like also 2d design it's interesting um Yeah, and then there's also another book called Brave Nui World, um, called Designing Natural User Interfaces for Touch and Gesture. And, um, but there I haven't dived deep into it, but I can, uh, recommend it because I dived into several chapters and they were pretty nice in terms of like, like problems like the open mic problem. Uh, with your hands, you are doing, you're interacting always also with other stuff. And how can you create or how can you tell your, the technology that you are, um, doing a gesture at, your, at the moment and, or that you are doing something else? It needs to differentiate between is it a gesture or is it my everyday thing that I'm doing? Same for eye tracking. And there's several interaction problems that are not solved yet. And these kind of books show them. And I think now it's the time for interaction designers to, yeah, explore them further to create, uh, experiments, prototypes to, yeah, to make it more inter intuitive and more natural in, in these kind of, uh, universes of XR and, and AR and VR. Thank you so much. This is so exciting. There is many people outside who like is super interested about this field and they are even in the field of design already. But XR is another type of level in the design also. So another layer. So how somebody can jump into that? Like you have set yourself as a perfect example for this. Because you were more in digital media, but then you explore more about XR. What would be your advice for someone starting out? Like where or how do they do it in order to start creating these amazing opportunities and jump into extended reality design for extended reality? Mm -hmm. um, I think the hardest time was with myself having not enough courage to uh, I always felt like I'm not enough for this I'm not an, I'm not enough for coding I, I I I'm not good enough for that and I can't do that and unity it's such a big world and I'm afraid to to get closer to it this was before it but I yeah that my advice is is Start with the tools that, that you are most familiar with. Start with the tools that you like most and try to create first rewarding prototypes, first easy, simple ideas. Like just something is changing a color with a hand wave or something or, um, open an example and change something like you wanted to change and, um, Yeah, and there are wonderful tutorials out there that, that helps you. And, and don't be too hard on yourself because 
uh, in the coding world, nothing will be so fast and um, the, or the outcome, the visual outcome won't be so fast like in the design world. In the design world, you can, can do, you, you can just do drag and drop and things are changing in, in Figma, for example. But, uh, in, I, I had to get familiar with the thought that when I want to achieve something with Unity, it can be a very slow process until I see the visual outcome. And until I see the visual interaction that I want to do. And it helped me to tell myself it is part of the process that it takes so long. It is part of the process that I need to Google this. And for the next problem, I need to Google it again. And so there was a, a step or a stair to, um, or a, a tree of, of Googling to to actually reach uh, to actually solve my first problem i had to solve five other problems and and it's just part of the game and that's also a reason why you should start simple to get familiar with this mindset and to get familiar with uh that in this field of xr and or unity and and using these kind of frameworks and especially at the beginning where you have no experience, things are slow, very slow and annoying. And you have to do troubleshooting because Unity is such a complex tool where um, where you will always be confronted with, with error messages. You will always have error messages and it's totally normal, totally normal. And for every error message, there is a solution in the internet. and um, yeah, and things are getting easier and easier with, with with the time because more and more people are jumping on this train and um, there are more standards that you have less troubleshooting. And I imagine when, when I started with with uh, Unity and Oculus Quest 2 and MRTK, there wasn't even a compatible version from Microsoft, but there was a... a uh, a port from from Eric Pringer, who who provided an Oculus Quest two port. So I was very in a field where I felt like oh, it's everything is so new and so buggy. Uh, I feel very lost. But uh, yeah, I got used to that, and I realized that the industry was working on that. And also, things uh, get familiar with that things are changing from week to week. And even from, yeah, from week to week. So, um, stay up to date with the docs and the versions of Unity, of MRTK, of uh, all these things to, um, yeah, prevent, um, more troubleshooting. <laughs> yeah. 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 Wow. You're amazing. Yes. Um, it's uh, every day we don't realize, but right now the industry is working very diligently in advancing in the headsets, in the AR glasses. While we are talking, there are advances that are happening and also for people facilitating the content creation like Meta is doing, like creating this type of uh, tools that allow people to create their own environments very fast by using artificial intelligence and so machine learning. So yeah, that's amazing. One of my last questions for you would be, how does uh, 
day, a normal day look like for you? Like how it would be for someone who wants to jump? Like we know that you're with port seats, like what type of things do you do? Or how is your yeah. day? How does it look like? Yeah, um, Port6 is a quite new startup, but uh, the team is amazing. We are around 10 people at the moment. And um, yeah, we are trying to solve or improve the AR input problem um, because there there's a lack of, of discrete natural input solutions. And um, we're working on on devices, risk-based devices, or at the moment we are pretty close to launch uh, launch the Port 6 SDK and um, it will be able to to uh, to to track micro gestures like your pinch gesture without any optical tracking. So um, you can do pinch gestures or clench and all is tracked by your uh, by the sensors of your watch like uh, like 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 Samsung Galaxy Watch, and maybe in the future also Apple Watch. Um, we are working on that. And um, my job there is at the moment um, spreading the word that we are working on that. And after that, I will create demos for it. So uh, my goal is to inspire other developers to use this tool, show them what is what it is capable capable of. And um, yeah, creating wonderful user experiences for for AR in in uh, in the future. And um, yeah, we are searching for XR developers and XR marketing gurus. So if anybody out there want to work with me and uh, has some experience in in this field, let me know. Um, we work fully remote, uh, so I, I work fully remote from Berlin, and you can do that as well from where you live. Um, yeah, just uh, hit me up. <laughs> That's amazing. That's so great. It's been such an inspirational, you know, moment to to get to listen directly from you. How the journey has been and how you've been, you know, trying to manage with those challenges. For example, many designers at this moment might be having the same feeling that you were okay I know how to design in 2D but it seems like for XR in order to manage to create the screens to create interactions to create effects and all of this I you need some coding so that confusion might be very relatable for some people and I'm very glad that you brought this here and discussed that sometimes it's a matter of looking for ways and uh, opening up that, that as it might seem at the moment a roadblock, it might seem also, it might be also an opportunity. So it's also the way how we see things. So that encouragement and that inspiration is very awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that amazing okay. work that you've been doing you are such an inspiration for many people at the moment thank you so much Thanks. i wonder if is is there anything that you wish i had asked you today simon hmm. maybe um that i have i have a link of design resources that could be valuable for the people who listen to this 
Um, the best would be go to my LinkedIn and uh, or Twitter. I have a link somewhere in my bio and um, there's my notion sheet with all the learnings that I had. Um, I also collected all the valuable links when I started deep diving, uh, deep diving into unity um, about my hardware setup, about Spotify playlists, uh, other, other interviews that I made where I talked about my journey and about hand user interfaces and all this XR design tools and in which process I use what of the design thinking process. Um, yeah, I think this could be helpful for you. Sounds super great. Yeah, that that's a, usually like we always put all of these links. So actually, if you can send me those links again, or if you haven't yeah. sent them yet, of course, we're going to make sure that we have that very, very there specific in the description of every episode. And we're going to be sharing this because uh, your work is amazing. And all of these resources that with all of this effort you have collected over many years are going to be very valuable for many people. Thank you so much for doing this. And thank you so much for taking the time to be talking with us today about your amazing experience as an interaction designer and now specializing in XR. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much, Simon. And see you in the next episode. Bye for now. Mm-hmm.